Hey, it's Jess and welcome to Life on Mars. This is a podcast on my thoughts, opinions, emotions on a whole range of different topics, which I just find really interesting. And I hope you do too. Enjoy. This is my first episode of a podcast ever. And I've actually wanted to do this for so long. I kind of put it off. I've had a name I wanted to use. I've had ideas for episodes for so long they've always been a bit scared and I think if this year has taught us anything it's that there's no time to be scared you never know what might happen you don't know how things are going to play out and so you just have to take your opportunities as they come so here we go episode one and this is all about body confidence and I I've always struggled with body confidence. I mean, some of my earliest memories are about my body. Um, Maybe from when I was like 10, I've been concerned about body confidence, maybe even younger. I have blonde curly hair and I wanted long, dark, straight hair. I wanted to look like the other girls. I was skinny as a child. I'm still slim and quite in shape now. Um, But I have always felt too big. And I've always felt insecure for as long as I can remember, honestly. And there have been times when I've hated every single thing about my body. And... That's really hard, but it's also really common. And I think that's, I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? That, you know, it is so common, and but it affects so much of us. But actually that's, you know, hating self-hate and lack of confidence is a, it's a social construct. You know, we didn't, people, women, didn't need to lose weight. In fact, being fat was, in many cultures, or being larger, was considered a sign of status and wealth for a really long time. And actually, it's only fairly recently that, you know, being skinny has become desired and wanted. But it actually is a byproduct of capitalism. You know, we didn't know we needed to be skinny until a first book was written on how to be skinny. And then, you know, a first product designed to make you skinny was released. And, you know, now it's overwhelming the amount of products and diet culture and resources you can buy to make you skinny. You know, everything from the, you know, do you remember booty tea talks? That was not about anything other than making you skinny. You know, my fitness pal, although may, you know, potentially be supposed to be used for something else. Primarily, it's used for counting calories with the aim of losing weight and being skinny and or, you know, gaining weight in a sustainable way, changing your body in some way. And there are resources upon resources. And if you Google how to be skinny, the Google pages are limitless for products and plans and ideas you can buy to make yourself look a certain way when in actual fact 
we all know how to lose weight and we all know how to gain weight and it's quite a simple process at its core but it's you know self-hate is a social construct and so you know part of me sometimes thinks you know maybe it's an act of rebellion an act of social rebellion to be bigger and say look I love myself when I'm slightly bigger and do you know what I'm not big I'm a UK size 10 or 12 and I have quite a lot of muscle because I'm a rower and I've played sports since I was very young but I still feel so overweight and ugly for it not that being overweight is ugly in fact the thing is what I find so odd is I you know, there's a real body confidence movement that's been going on for the last few years. And I see so many bigger women who I just think, oh, my God, you're absolutely beautiful. Like, I wish I could look like you. But it's still this thing of I wish I could look like you. It doesn't make me feel better about my body. I just think, you know, my body's not the right type of curvy to be in that part, to be in that movement. You know, I'm not as mus- enough as much. Oh, I can't speak. I'm not muscly enough to be part of the fit girl thing. I'm not skinny enough to be a skinny girl. So it's, you know, I'm I'm mid-sized essentially. And, you know, you could call it an act of rebellion to be bigger and go against the social contract, but I don't think it helps because we are so insecure in ourselves and we hate ourselves so much that yeah, it's really hard to see that. It's really hard to see that for yourself, and I do get that. I mean, I look back on pictures of me when I was 11 years old, and I remember at the time thinking I was too big, and I'd just gone to senior school, so I was in year seven, and I remember thinking, I wish my hair was longer, I wish my eyes were bigger, I wish I was thinner, I wish all of these things. And I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, you were so thin. And it was just a waste of time and a waste of energy. And I try and sometimes put that perspective into my life now. And I think maybe we should all do that and look at the bigger picture. But I think that's, again, it's really hard to do. And this is, I mean, this episode is not going to be me telling you what to do about it because I don't 100% know. But what I do know is that I have been doing a lot of journaling this year and body has been a huge part of what I've journaled about this year. I was reading back, you know, it's December, so I was reading back at my journal and I was sort of thinking it's such a big part of my life. And also it's something I don't talk to many people about. I feel so insecure and sometimes I might tell my mum that or I might be tell a mate, I'll be like, oh no, I'm feeling too bloated or whatever to wear that today. But I don't talk about it and we don't talk about what to do about it and we don't talk about all these different issues surrounding it. And sometimes I think thinking of how it came about, thinking of the con- social constructs around it, thinking of the society we're in can make you feel a bit better. Like, it's not just you, you are, the system is designed to make you feel ugly. Makeup companies aren't aiming to make you feel beautiful and make you feel like you're good enough without makeup. That's, that's the truth of it. That is the truth of it. And 
there's definitely be some, been some change in that in recent years. There are a few companies who, you know, do promote confidence, but fundamentally at their core, they're trying to sell a product and they're trying to sell a product to enhance what you look like. So I think that no wonder we're all messed up about our bodies and about our confidence because everything is telling us to be. But I do think that, you know, if you think of, you know, times in your life, in your past, you know, when you were younger, although I remember feeling insecure at that time, actually the big stuff that I remember is events and holidays and parties and times when I felt really happy or an occasion when I felt really sad. Times you you don't so much remember your body. I remember the feeling of feeling insecure because memories attach themselves more strongly to you if they have emotion attached. Um, But I think if you look back at your happiest times, you're not thinking about your body, you're thinking about your happiest times. And so I think part of what I want to do is say, do you know what, I want my body to take a back seat because it's fine, it's fine how it is. And I just don't want to struggle with it anymore. That's the thing. I just don't want to struggle anymore. I was on TikTok the other day and I follow the Korean vegan. If you don't follow her, she tells the most heartwarming and heart-wrenching stories while cooking seriously delicious looking vegan food. And she talks a lot about body confidence. And she said in one of her videos that something about the biggest struggle or the biggest trauma of her life has been her body. And it really struck a nerve with me. I thought, oh my God. You know, and she has been through so much. And I thought, oh my God, she's right. And I've had horrible things happen to me. We all have traumas and struggles. But she said, you know what? I've never struggled with something for as long as I've struggled with my body confidence. And it really struck a nerve with me. I thought, oh my God, what are we doing to ourselves that our biggest struggles are to do with our bodies when really that's so it's so irrelevant. You know, you're not friends with people because of how they look. You're just not. You know, you might initially think someone is attractive and so you might want to go out with them or whatever because of their attractiveness. But if you don't fundamentally get along with them and you don't find them funny or kind or any positive attribute that aligns with you, you're not going to stick around for them and they're not going to stick around for you because you're just not compatible people and so actually our bodies are so irrelevant and I think that there's so much going on and we all have so much going on that we need to stop worrying about our bodies so much and I think it's been one of the biggest things that's helped me it's not saying you know in an ideal world I'd be able to say I love my body and I think I'm working on that And I think we need to love our bodies and we need to understand that our bodies are lovable at any weight. You're not going to get to a certain weight and think, now I love my body. That's it. You know, I need to get drop 
15 pounds and the minute I hit 15 pounds I'm going to love myself and be happy because it's just not going to happen it's just not going to happen so I think we need to love ourselves now and even if you're trying to change your body for whatever reason and I'm not here to judge that you need to love the body you're in now for enabling you to do all the things you can do and you need to look at the bigger picture and say do you know what we all have so much going on let's just take this body thing off we don't need it it doesn't serve us and maybe we just need to focus on what we do have you know maybe we need to focus on the fact that we have friends and we have the ability to go on walks and hug our mums and hug our friends and cuddle our dogs and cook delicious food and swim and cycle and do all of these amazing things because of our bodies and maybe we need to focus on that maybe we need to focus on the fact that our bodies allow us to do things and instead of focusing on the fact that our bodies don't look exactly how we'd like them to maybe we need to take more gratitude into it I also think it's important to say that you are beautiful without permission. And this is something that took me a really, really long time to come to terms with. But we live in a world where we need reinforcement. We are so reliant on reinforcement. The whole point, I mean, maybe not to begin with, but now, you know, social media is used for reinforcement. You upload a selfie and people tell you you look beautiful, stunner, so gorge, I would, you know, you know what's going on. And that gives you a boost and it gives you the reinforcement. And, you know, sometimes I've uploaded a picture and I'm not particularly Instagram obsessed. I don't have that many followers. Um, But sometimes I've uploaded a picture and I haven't got that many likes and I've deleted it, even though I fundamentally liked a picture. And I was like, why am I doing that? Because in my mind, I was like, no, my Instagram's for me. But it's not. It's not. It becomes this place where... I gain the reinforcement I need, but actually you are beautiful without it and you are enough without it. And I think, I'm not saying it's easy to do, but I think you have to look at the bigger picture and say, I have enough, I am enough without someone telling me I'm enough. You know, I think we all walked past someone in the street and thought, you are gorgeous and not said anything, that doesn't mean that they're not gorgeous because you haven't said anything. And the same thing applies to you, I think is the best way I can think of describing it. I think, imagine if they were walking down the street feeling really insecure and you've thought they are so gorgeous and they're like, no one's told me though, you know? We're so reliant on this reinforcement that they think no one's told me I look gorgeous today so therefore I must not be. And I just think that's not how it works. I think that we just need to take the focus off beauty and off what we look like and onto what we are, our interests, our intelligence, our values, what we can do, you know, how fast we can run a mile or how many calories we can burn whilst running it. 
I think it's a process and I think it's a process that's so hard because of the society we live in and I think it's important that you appreciate that and appreciate that society is working against you but that doesn't mean you shouldn't love yourself because self-love is worth it and actually it enhances your life to feel confident you know when you do feel confident and sometimes you know you can feel insecure for months and I I felt insecure a lot during lockdown to be honest with you I put on a few pounds it wasn't significant and I think it was only really me that noticed I hope god my confidence definitely couldn't take it if it wasn't but I felt so insecure and I thought and I started declining plans once we were allowed to make plans after lockdown I hadn't been able to see anyone for four months and then I declined plans because I was so insecure and I think we have to look at the bigger picture and say do you know what if people are judging us for our bodies then they are not the people we want to be around anyway and we need to say the experiences the laughs the happiness the joy you can get from experiences have to outweigh the feelings of insecurity and of body confidence you have to be stronger than your fear of judgment and that is not an easy thing to do but i think you know I were to give you a few pieces of advice which I think have helped me a little bit I wouldn't say I'm always there some days I want to cry and I just look at myself and I can't think of anything I like but other days I think do you know what you are beautiful without permission you are beautiful at every size and you deserve love at every size